swallowed backside attack just swallowed gum. Seven years, man. Seven years. Seven years. You know, unless you poop it out later. Well, I haven't like uh. uh there you there go. There you go. Okay. Yeah, I know. I haven't swallowed gum in uh, since I was a kid. Really? And uh, yeah, that was. Oh God, that was disgusting. Um, if we've done, I think we're like we're we're well over seventy something podcasts now. Oh, is that right? With mini casts and shit, like the actual episodes. This is number sixty nine. In the time that we've done the, this show, I've probably swallowed, I would say, sixty pieces of gum. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I um, yeah, that was my. How first unhealthy time. is that? Um, because like it passes. It's just like it wouldn't digest in your stomach acid. Yeah, your your body's not gonna your body's not gonna it's not gonna hold util- utilize it for anything. Yeah. So it's just gonna yeah because it, it's it, just rubber going through your system. Yeah, because it doesn't break down your mouth. Mm. So yeah. How like how weird is that shit? Just chewing on something to make your breath better. Yeah, I'm gonna chew this rubber. Yeah, I know. I just prefer to have mints. Yeah, I like mints. I yeah. remember frisk mints, and then like I, I got on that kick for like not having aspartame. Mm-hmm. And I was like, frisk is so small and so sweet. It's all aspartame and like hardcore eucalyptus oil. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's the one thing I, I actually keep. Like, um, you know that that um, uh, you know that you know that oil that you can put in a in a, in a um, diffuser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know that scented oil. Mm-hmm. I just keep one in my car in my in my in my um, center um, console. Yeah, I keep it in there, and I keep I just buy like packets of like mints mm-hmm. like like seal boxes or whatever yeah and i just keep it in there and when you open it up it's like it refreshes your um your car i can imagine it's an air freshener which is actually better it's natural it's aromatherapy it's aromatherapy like yeah. i mean aromatherapy is so fucking good for you if people don't realize it. yeah get a diffuser and just like put one yeah. in your house or put one in your office or whatever and then you uh, want to straighten your mood out then like smell something nice yeah it's like yeah, like yeah you feel better if you're in a mcdonald's and you smell that burger you want to eat because you're hungry yeah. like oh smells really good yeah exactly or you know you're smoking pot in your parents basement yeah, exactly. And then you want to mask that shit. Put some fucking peppermint oil. Yeah. You're good to go. Exactly. You're good to go. Mask that right. shit up. Yeah. Your, your mom will be proud of you. She's like, oh my God. your drug habit. Yeah. Yeah. With, with natural natural products. Natural herbs. <laughs> that's, uh, what do they call that? Not a homeopathy. Naturopathy. Home, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Is mm-hmm. that what we just called it? Nat- I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think we just said that. I think I'm just saying it. I, I get hit in the head a lot. I but, think I'm repeating something you said like 30 seconds ago. Yeah, but uh, well, that's what it is now, so... It is what it is. Yep. It is what it is. We were talking about earlier. Uh, I forget what it was. I was talking about about getting screwed over by fucking um, one of the the pyramid scams. The pyramid scam are those people who try to um, be your life coach, and they yeah. pr- they approach you in the most oddest places, and their approach is not very good. Yeah, it's not great. No, yeah, you know what it is is like they'll approach you in a in a natural situation, like yours, for example, when they were. Uh, um, when you were buying a T-shirt, yes, and they bump into you and be like, "Oh, you're buying a blue T-shirt as well." Yeah. Oh, by the way, my name is this person. This, you know, like you strike up a conversation with them, and next thing, next thing you know, you end up having coffee with them, and they're and they're, exactly. they're trying to take over your life. Yeah. And weird. Weird how we had the similar situation happen. Yeah, and I've had the same. But the thing, yeah, not, it's not the first time. Yeah, that's true. And and the weird thing is, is that like and I said before, but um, uh, yeah, yours was a guy. Thing. Yeah, and yours was not. Yeah, you see, your guy, you can put the hammer down on. Yes. Yeah, girl, it's like you know, you're wondering like, especially when you're like, you know, you're older, and you're like, oh, you know what, this is an opportunity for me to meet somebody because you want to put the hammer down. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, no. Yeah, my, and mine was a was a hot Asian girl. Yeah. And she was saying, uh, um, and she was up to, she said, hey, how's it going? Right. So I'm like, you know what, this is um, uh, this is great. Yeah. I want to meet someone new for coffee. That's cool. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. Was um, that the first one in that method that got you? So you were you were off your game then? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, all my defense barriers were down. I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I was, I was just like, I was, I was like, oh, maybe I'm doing something right. I'm being ultra aggressive, mm-hmm. and I was like, uh, and an opportunity rose for me. So I, you know, it, it's less effort on my part. Yeah. But uh, yeah, then I met, I met her, and then, 
I say, hey, how's it going? She's like, good. And then she's like, so what do you do? Yeah. Uh, so I told her. And then um, and then I'm like, what do you do? And then she told me. And I was like, and then the, the flags just went right up. Oh, man. And I was, was like. She, was she a life coach? Like, what was her deal? Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and she was doing something. She was, a uh, what was she doing? She had a, like, I can't remember what it was, but she had a really good job before this. Mm-hmm. And she decided to quit it. Yeah. And get into this brainwashing pyramid scheme. Yeah. And I said, I said, what did you do before this? And she's, I think it was, she was a teacher or something. Brutal. Yeah. And I was like, what? I was CEO at Nike. It's like, yeah. No, I know. Really? Yeah. I said, I was like, yeah, like, that's what she was. She was a teacher. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, you had your summers off. You had a guaranteed paycheck, healthcare paid for. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, the pay is not great, but you're enlightening young minds. Yeah. You are like, you, you know, you have like, you're in charge. Yeah. Like it's respectable. It's, it's, you have a, you're, you're doing a respectable job yeah. and now you're just doing something that people are just like. 70% of the people that you meet when they mm-hmm. find out what you do yeah. are going to despise you. Yes. And be like, you're wasting my time. Like, you're like one of those Harry Krishnas at the airport. You're one of those, like... Uh, Not the Jehovah's, though. I like those guys. Yeah, Jehovah's, they mean well. Yeah, they're, pro- they're polite. <laughs> yeah, they're super yeah, polite. Yeah, exactly. But those but those other guys who just come to your house and you're like... Yeah, man. You want to shut the door in their face. Dude, it was it yeah. was like almost the exact same thing. Yeah. Like, I got in there. And again, like, I mean, dude, dude might be listening to this one. But by now, I might have already blown this guy off. But uh, it was just like a weird situation where, like, I wouldn't approach me. Honest to God. Like, I mean, like, I'm not exactly an approachable human being. I will. I got a big round head. I mumbled myself all the fucking time. And not like a, like, not like an adult. I mumbled and you're pretty myself like a child. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I'm not a huge guy by any means. Like, I'm, I'm pretty short, but I'm weirdly wide and I've got orangutan arms. I'm a very strange looking motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So for a guy to approach me and just, like, strike up a conversation, at first I was like, it's weird. But maybe he's just buying shirts. I'm buying shirts. The same shit, right? And then the uh, the red flags came up, like when the approach came on the phone. Yeah. And the approach came on the phone again. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was an like I, I just told him like I'm busy right now because I'm working all day today. I was off doing some stuff for a friend of mine. And then um, I'll call you at five. And then it was, can we call at four thirty? I'm like, oh, we're doing mind games already. Ah, like, motherfucking, there's like fuck. mental tricks already. Like yeah. you're, like you know when you go to shake somebody's hand and they overhand shake your hand and you're like, really? Are you fucking doing that Donald yeah. Trump power of me kind of bullshit already? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, yeah, we're not related. No, I always like lady shake their hand when they do that. Yeah. Like, if they put their hand out, I will lady shake their hand like a woman and kind of give them, like, a little head nod, like, ma'am. Like, yeah, it's just, like, it's just like, don't don't fucking power shake my hand. No, I I would rather, like, um like if, if it's some, if if I could go back and do that, I would grab them really hard and I would look them in the face. <laughs> really hard. Yeah, and really just, like, hard. Like, but, like, dead stare. Dead stare. Dead stare. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like and don't well, say anything. Yeah, and when I say goodbye to them, I'll be like, I, I dead stare. I'm like, mm-hmm. don't you ever call me again. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like how like the way the way you said it just now was exactly what you would do. Yeah, like it, it was so well done. Like you want character actor on me? Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, because I'm like I've had. Like, I have, You're I, not I, swearing I, at him. No, very polite. Yeah, very but, polite. But yeah. just straight up, he knows. Don't you ever fucking call me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I and uh, yeah, I because the thing is, if you're not direct with those people, yeah, they're never gonna get the hint. It's the truth, man. Yeah. Like today, this the uh, the offer of like you know we're we're rigorously interviewing for people to be a part of our entrepreneurial exp- exploration or expedition. What the fuck it was adventure. Like the way you was saying adventure. Things. Yeah, I'm sorry. You, no, we're not going camping after this. Yeah, like, man, we're not going for some idiots. sort of like mountaintop meditation here. This yeah. is like you guys are you guys are looking for guys to buy into your company. Yeah, and that's it. That's, that's it. all it is. Just yeah. honestly tell me that. And chances are, if I'm looking for that Scientology bullshit, I'll be like, oh, yeah, no, uh, yes or no. Yeah. And then you'll either have your answer or you won't have your answer, but you, you won't have wasted your time. I know. Like, and I'm, my time. Yeah, I know. Exactly. No one wants to be part of the movementarians. <laughs> oh, God, Simpsons. Yeah, the, leader is, the leader is good. So the leader is great. Exactly. We give up our will as of this date. <laughs> it's the, uh, <laughs> the fucking... <laughs> yes. 
Yes. We need a, exactly. We, we need a mind-numbing chant. <laughs> we, we need. Well, they got him with Batman, right? Yeah, and then they, yeah, <laughs> they they got Homer with like na 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 leader, and then Homer's like, uh, oh, Batman, I mean leader, like he fucking snaps into it. That mindless that mindless chant can bring down even the the dumbest of yeah, minds. It, it didn't work. Couldn't get Homer. <laughs> Couldn't get Homer. Fuck! It was the comb kazoo. When he comes out of the uh, the barn, when they wouldn't let you into the barn. Oh, yeah, yeah. comes out of the barn on that fucking weird-ass flying machine thing mm-hmm. with a comb kazoo to make the sound <laughs> the bags of money hanging off it. <laughs> Fuck, that was such a good episode. Who was, the, who was the guy in the plane? That was a leader. That was a leader, right? Yeah, that was and a leader. Who, who was the leader, though? I can't remember. But he came and spoke to them once or twice. Was, but, it, a, was it a professional athlete, or was it a... No, it's just some dude. He oh, was, like, okay. the guy who told Bart the same kind of, um, what was the one? Be like the boy? Oh, yeah. It's just like him. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, like yeah. a different version of that, oh, that character. Okay. Definitely not a Hank Scorpio, though, man. Hank no, Scorpio Hank shot Scorpio's, that guy. Yeah, man. <laughs> that guy's Scorpio. a stud. That's why I always post on Facebook Hank's Scorpio stuff. Oh, I, I haven't really noticed, but I will definitely notice now. Oh, yeah. Hank, Hank Scorp- Scorpio's the man. He asks, yeah, like, uh, I could, that's one of my favorite episodes with Hank Scorpio. It, like, it's tied for, like, top five, man, yeah. for me. I mean, there's, like, a lot, there's a lot of really good ones from that, like, first eight-year era of The Simpsons. Yeah. But yeah, like Hank Scorpio, Australia, baseball. Like there are so many like monorail, monorail. Yeah. Mon- I mean, I love monorail, but I think just for Hank Scorpio. Oh yeah, you know what it is? It's the beard, <laughs> the beard and that laugh, and the yeah, the weird kind of voice that he had too. Yeah. Here's your sugar. Sorry, it's not in packets. It's like exactly. <laughs> just like handfuls of sugar in your jacket. Yeah, exactly. I'm not wearing a jacket. <laughs> it's just so weird, man. You, you can go to hammocks or us. Uh, oh, that's why, that's why it's on Hammockville. <laughs> <laughs> the Hammock District. <laughs> you know what? They're all in the Hammock District. Let's just go to the Hammock District. Good work, Homer. When you get home, there's going to be another level on your house. It's like fucking weird, man. Love, yeah. What a great character. Unbelievable. There were so many good moments in that first era, man. I mean, even, like, they're getting pretty good again now, mm-hmm. but what a dry run. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they, had a, they had a dry spell for years. Yeah, I think, um, what's this? Is that you? Something buzzed. Oh no, my brother just sent me a video. Oh, there you go. And um, but yeah, I think uh, with Simpsons is that um, I would I would enjoy Simpsons more if it was the only thing on TV. Yeah, because then yeah. I would have nothing to compare it to because it is by itself a great show. Yeah, if you leave Simpsons on its own, yeah. it's the only thing that you can watch. Yeah, it's like every episode. It's like South Park. If South yeah. Park was the only thing on TV. Then every episode is relevant to what's going on in the world right now. Exactly. Yeah. So the news and Simpsons. It yeah. would be good. Yeah, the news and Simpsons would be great. But uh, that that '90s era where you mm-hmm. had like, you had Simpsons in its prime. You had uh, you had Seinfeld. Yep. And you had SNL. You had fucking King of the Hill. Get and King of the Hill. King of the Hill was so good. I remember. Do you, do you remember that show called um, Mission Hill? Mission Hill. I I remember the name. It was live action though. Yeah. It wasn't a cartoon. No, no, it was an animated one. Really? Mission yeah. Hill. Mission Hill and undergrads. I remember undergrads. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember Mission Hill though. Mission Hill's really really good. The guy actually, the guy in Mission Hill is actually he's. Uh, He's kind of like you. He's he's uh, he's he's an he's an artist, and he lives in the he, he kind of lives in the big town. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a really. Fuck, I'll give that a look. Yeah. The, I, I have a, I, the, I have both seasons, so I, I can lend it to you. Yeah, man, absolutely. I'll give that a go. Was it, it was one of like the Much Music MTV cartoons, right? No, no, no. It's uh, it's by itself. No, but was it on on those channels? I don't know. I I just bought huh. the, I just bought the DVD. My brother just bought them with the DVDs, and he's like, "You should watch this show." Yeah. yeah. So I remember Undergrads was like a like a Much Music show. Yeah. Like it was on MTV in the states. Much Music here. Yeah. There was um. Uh, uh, yeah, because remember Cal mm-hmm. and uh, uh, he's like, fucking that show was really good. Yeah, and Nitz and Undergrads to me was almost like a weird pre Futurama Futurama. Yeah, I agree. It had that kind of feel to it. Yeah, I remember um, 
because they always talk about Transformers in that cartoon. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, they call the Decepticons and like, uh, um, and and uh, Cal was always like uh, the dumbest guy, but he always got laid. <laughs> yeah, well, he had a good heart. He had a great heart. He had yeah. a good heart, man. He was like a big dumb jock, but he had a really good heart. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Remember the, the jock was what's his face? Um, Rocco. Oh shit! I'm mixing them all up. Yeah. Um, Cal was that. Remember that that guy was like, uh, hey guy. Oh yeah, hey, hey guy. Me, hey, yeah, he looks in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey yeah. me guy. <laughs> uh, hey me guy. Fuck, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, and he has that. He was drinks that. He's like, I got a new drink for you guys: vodka and milk. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dude, I knew a guy one time who would smoke cigarettes and drink milk, and like room temperature milk. Ah. Uh, and it was one of those things. I'm like, oh, I, I, me and another friend of mine started making fun of that as like that was like the epitome of that's fucked up that's fucked up like if you're gonna make a book of things that are fucked up it would be titled milk and cigarettes yeah something so wholesome and something so awful yeah just in one like in one sitting like you're actually you've got the cigarette in your hand while you've got the cup up yeah and then you just drink it and then you just smoke your fucking smoke your fucking oh cigarette. yeah there's like because there was that movie uh coffee and cigarettes um with yeah uh, that seems with, normal though yeah but uh, with bill murray and rizza and jizza Oh, imagine, the, imagine the 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 the, the B version. What a fucking mesh. Yeah, and uh, there's a C version of that called coffee and milk, uh, uh, cigarettes and milk, milk and cigarettes. Yeah, milk and yeah, cigarettes. milk and cigarettes. Yeah. So fucking. Gross. Yeah, have you have you seen that movie? I think it's the Jim Marsh movie. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jim that, Marsh did a lot of those weird ones that time. Yeah, that's a really good movie because yeah. the, the the scene that um yeah the best scene is when Bill Murray's talking to Riz and Jizza. Fuck, I have to give that a go. Yeah, really See cool that, movie. Wu Tang's coming. Their their clothing lines coming back. Yeah, did you see the post on Facebook? Is that, did you post that? I posted that. I yeah. saw. Yeah, I saw the Wu Wears making a return. Yeah. Fuck, man. I'm getting something. one for sure. Yeah, I think uh, most people from that 90s era, a rap fan, yeah. will definitely be picking up some Wu Tang wear. Yeah, I have um because I have old school mm-hmm. um I have old um. Wu Tang shirts, because um, I, I hunted all around Edmonton when, uh, like in early '90s. I was trying to hunt them around everywhere. Mm-hmm. Deja Vu in uh, in in fucking, yeah, yeah. Oh fuck! Man, I <laughs> what hate an, that store. What an awful store. Yeah, and uh, I just went there for the for the. Are I, they still around? Uh, yeah, I think they are. Yeah. Oh fuck! What a great store. Yeah, and uh, not I, advertising on our show. No, not at all. And uh, yeah, don't shop there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, there was a. Uh, um, I found one. There was a cream shirt, mm. and because uh, it had Wu Tang at the front, and it's at the back. It said cream, and it says cash rules everything around me. And I had one. Damn. It was I had a I had a black one with the which the Wu Tang symbol. Mm-hmm. At the back, it said Wu Tang Clan. Ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> yeah, man. And I wore Wu-Tang that. To, I, I wore I wore that to school. Fuck that! That'll get you kicked out. Today. Yeah, that that my chemistry my chemistry teacher was like uh, he goes. Go home and change that shirt. Really? Yeah. You didn't just duct tape the back? Yeah, I said I can't, and he's like, "Why not?" He goes, "Well, I live like uh, I live I live three miles away. Yeah, and I didn't drive here, and yeah. I'm in the middle of my my experiment here. Yeah, and keep in mind, this is like we weren't we weren't like driving age. We were like you're asking your parents, yeah. please, can I have the car? Yeah, exactly. So a it's button. not like you just get in your car and go somewhere. Well, that's a, that's the weird thing because I went. To, remember, where, you know where I used to live, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was right beside J. Percy Page. Okay, which, which was like literally, so you literally like one to. minute walk. I lied <laughs> so to. I'm like, I have nothing to. else to wear. I'm like, I have no t-shirt here. It's summer. I'm like, I'm like, either I walk around with nothing on. Yep. So or you just get some duct tape. Exactly. And yeah. out. I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, and by the way, uh, who has the highest mark in this class? <laughs> so you yeah. had them. That's that's actually I told him. I I'm like, I'm like, this is a joke. So I'm like, what does it matter? I mean, like, you really should. You should be able to cover that up. It's not hard to cover that up in school. It's fun. I get it. And it says Wu-Tang, nothing to fuck with and all that. And I, I get why we're not wearing those shirts in class. Oh, yeah. No, he was he was right. Because what, what, yeah. what I had to do was turn the shirt inside out. Yeah, that makes sense. I was like, that's, I, I'm like, that's fine. Whatever. That's it. Yeah, no big deal, right? Yeah. I don't want to cause a ruckus. Man, we had a kid in school. It was like hat day. And everybody's allowed to wear a hat. And he wore a hat. This is like 89 88, this is a long fucking time ago. Yeah. And it said Old Fart's son. Because they had the whole family, right? Old Fart was the dad. Yeah. Old Fart's old Fart's wife and the old Fart's son. And they made him like cover up the word fart on his hat. 
And this is like fucking 88. They, they covered up the word fart. I mean, today you can wear a shirt that says fart and you're good to go. You can wear a shirt that says fucking is good to go. Yeah. And they're not going to look at you twice. No, no, Because that's no. his freedom of expression. That's freedom of expression, yeah. And then, and fuck you if we're going to cover up his freedom of expression. Oh, yeah. I, and that was like mid-90s when like everyone hated brown guys. So <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I, I didn't blame them. I'm like, yeah, you're right, man. Wearing a Wu-Tang shirt. Wearing you were a Wu-Tang like, shirt. You were doubly hated. Yeah, I was, yeah, exactly. At least you teachers were scared of black kids back then. Exactly. I was, I, <laughs> you're yeah. a brown kid. You're just disliked altogether. As soon as I turned it inside out, I looked at him. I was, I was like, I gave him the Wu symbol. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <a> defiance. <laughs> I was like, Strangler. Oh, Luke. All he wants to hear is Barack Obama say Wu-Tang ain't nothing to fuck with. Yeah, exactly. He's like, if I can just get him to say it one time, if I can like somehow get that make-a-wish thing to come my way. Yeah. Because that would be my wish. I would get, I would get Barack Obama to say Wu-Tang ain't nothing to fuck with. Yeah. Because you know he said it before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a guy who's a Wu-Tang fan. Exactly. But the thing is, Wu-Tang Clan's not black anymore. Remember from the Chappelle show? The Chinese drafted them. Really? Yeah, remember the <laughs> Because Wu-Tang the racial draft, yeah. racial draft they got taken out. Oh, fuck. I, totally, I don't remember that. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. They, um, yeah, they're no longer... The, uh, uh, what was that line he said? He goes, yeah, Rizzo goes, uh, he goes, yeah, uh, I just want to say uh, the old dirty bastard couldn't be here, but he's wanted to say. All right then. Oh, ODB. Remember he tried to change his name to Big Baby Jesus? Yep. Yeah, he did that for like one album and just didn't didn't take. No, he just. But those guys had those guys had so many names. Oh yeah, that's what that's what I loved about the Wu Tang. Like even like with our group, all of us had like different. Everyone just had a different associate themselves with different members of the Wu Tang Clan. That's what we do now with the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, who was it? Uh, yeah, I was RZA. Because um, my name started with an R, obviously. It mm-hmm. helped. Uh, well, it just J- comes out. Yeah, my friend Jason was Jizza. What, JZA? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, like, it doesn't seem weird. I mean, like, I know if you, as an adult, you say that, well, yeah, back in the day, we all, like, you called me RZA. It's like, it sounds dumb. But, like, you're a kid, and you do fun things. You're oh, in yeah. high school. That's just, like, it's like a fun way to call your buddies. Oh, yeah. Like, like he's the RZA of our group. Oh, yeah. And there was, that's a weird thing, because, like, to, even to this day, mm-hmm. they're like, is RZA, is RZA going to make an appearance? And they're like, uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm exactly. all the way. Yeah. They, I mean, it, it just, it's just stuck in our brain now. If people listen to the show, they know that Raji's been here a few times. Yes. Raj, good old Raji Samra. Yeah. Or Raj SS99. Yes. What the fuck it is, man? It's like a 1990s I don't know what it address. is, yeah. But um, we have had a running joke for maybe 20 years. We were driving around one day and we saw a license plate that said capital R, small I, capital B, R, O, Rebro. Rebro? Then that that joke, like we've been calling each other Rebro for like 25 years. Oh, is that right? I mean, like I will uh, start a text to him with Rebro and that's just like, it's, <laughs> it's going to happen. And like, he will, he'll call me back and yell that in the phone. And it's just like, I expect him to do it. Yeah. Uh, it's going to happen. Like we just, we've been running that joke for a long ass time. Really? Because like as kids, you just do it. Yeah. You can't help it. And it's carried on for into our adult Oh, adult yeah, life. yeah, yeah. Because the thing is like you're, when you're, when you're, when you go, when it's going on for that long, it becomes part of your yeah. vernacular. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I'm the same way with like, because Roger came to my house. Uh, when did he come to my house? He came on last, I think he came on Saturday, mm-hmm. Saturday or Sunday. And, um, he, uh, <laughs> we watched, uh, big, uh, we watched, um, Showdown Little Tokyo on Blu-ray. Nice. And, uh, it's weird because I was actually driving, um, on 97th street going south, uh, sorry, going north and, uh, going through Chinatown. Mm-hmm. And I saw, a, I saw a store, a parlor called Showdown Tattoos. Oh, well, that's pretty great. Yeah. And I was that's like, that's all right. I'm like, I'm like, I mean, maybe they don't know. I don't know. They got to know, right? I, I I have to know if that's what I, I want to go in there. I'm like, did you watch that movie or not? Let, tell me the truth right now. <laughs> I, I need to know where your title comes, where your name comes from. Where's your store name come from? Yeah, exactly. Did you watch Show that movie? Tokyo? No. Why, why haven't you watched that movie? <laughs> watch that movie. Just, just walk in there and be like, Detective Kenner. 
Is Detective Kenner in here? Yeah. Just see what happens. <laughs> we were uh, back in the day when you were bouncing bars. Me and another guy were standing at the front door in a bar that we worked with, worked at, and uh, we just made like a random reference to Roadhouse. Yeah. This is like some random dumbass reference. Mm-hmm. And a dude walked up and he's like, is Dalton here? Like he just yelled it at us <laughs> like he overheard it. And it was just fucking gold, man. Like yeah. it was great. This guy. Oh, yeah. Who's who's a fan of the movie? Just just walked up and like blank asked us, "Is that is Dalton here? Where's where's that motherfucker Dalton?" It's yeah. like, oh, great man. And he laughed and walked away. Yeah, never saw that guy again. Oh, there you go. But well, I mean, you, it was you, great. Well, you probably went to the Double Deuce. You probably went to the Double Deuce. <laughs> yeah. What was the other bar called? There's uh, the Double Deuce, not the the first bar where he worked. Yeah, the the really fancy one. Ooh, um, where what do you, where did he work? When he just like quits that night. He like rolls up and he's like, "Mount." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gives his car away and drives his Mercedes up there. Yep. Uh, shit. Why am I sure what it was called? Um, Fuck, that I, was a swanky place, though. It was a nice place, yeah. man. It was I like I would have partied there and gotten like it was a fancy bar from Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, I would have picked up a Sheena Easton lookalike there, no mm-hmm. problem. <laughs> a uh, Sheena Easton lookalike. Yeah, God, Sheena Easton was really hot. I had then. a huge crush on. Her. I still have. I still have um, some of her albums and like on the LP, and they're big. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Oh man. Whole she t- did that Highlander. Yeah, she, she was did, in right? an episode of Highlander. Yeah, yeah. and um, I remember her like her stringy, like permed out, like hairsprayed hair, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my god, that that look is always going to be in." Not, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but you know what? It's like some looks, even though they're out, they still look good, even though they were in a weird era when it shouldn't look good now. Oh yeah, it's like there was almost like a some people pulled it off so well that it looks good today when you look at see a photo of them. Yeah, if you see a photo of them, right? yeah, yeah. And then like, some guys have like the Farrah hair, and you're like, no, 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 no. Oh no, 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 no. yeah, yeah. You're right because like I, I can look at Sheen Easton before, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? She's still hot. Yeah, I can look at Debbie Gibson, and, and uh, like I saw her in an episode of Howard Stern TV, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, she's still hot. And uh, Tiffany will always be the, the cute girl. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah. Well, it's like uh, what's it called the um, the hair from. Uh, Oh God, Matthew McConaughey in Days and Confused. Yeah, the hair he's got there—it's like that hair look that kind of stuck around a little bit longer. Like it's still out now. Yeah, eh, it wasn't an old movie. It was like a like a throwback movie. Yeah, but if you look at Javier Bardem in that fucking No Country for Old Men, oh, rocking that yeah. haircut, you're like, damn, like that's a hardcore motherfucker. Like you don't think like how goofy his hair looks. You're like, that guy's a murderer. Yeah, I know. If, if that guy if that guy just passed our window right now, oh yeah, yeah, I would have I would have bolted everything up. And I'm like, uh, you know what? He's gonna say friendo and fucking murder us both by exactly. cattle gun. Yeah, I, I, you know, the thing is, I would even board it. I'm like, Vic, we're gonna die. We're gonna die. Yeah, I kind of felt like when I saw that. Because I was a Cormac McCarthy fan from before that. Yeah. I heard they are doing the movie. I hadn't read No Country for Old Men. I, I was kind of going through Blood Meridian, and I hadn't got there yet. So I just picked it up fast, just read like read through it. And I didn't watch the endings. I didn't want to have it spoiled for me. But it was like, nah, man, that movie and book were so tight. Mm-hmm. It was so well done like together. Mm-hmm. That even like when I was kind of reading it, and then I saw it, I'm like, nah, that's that's Conan the Barbarian. That's not that's not in, like Javier Bardem playing what was the, the character's name? What mm-hmm. the fuck his name was? Sugar? Sure, that's yeah. not that's not sugar. That's fucking Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, he's been transplanted from that era to now, mm-hmm. and now he's just murdering people. Yeah, this is the way he rolls now. Yeah. Flipping coins and fucking putting bolt guns in people's heads. Yeah, god damn, what a what a badass character. Yeah, that that, that character was was crazy. As cold as ice, man. Yeah, there was like the only other movie recently that was kind of as off putting as that, but watchable was that uh, God what was it called the the accountant, the lawyer. It's got with Ben Affleck. No, no, it's got um, no, no, not the accountant. God, I can't remember the name of it. Brad Pitt's in it. Um, Penelope Cruz, fucking Cameron Diaz fucks a windshield. Like literally, Cameron Diaz fucks a windshield. Yeah, Benicio no del Toro. No. Um, the guy, the guy, what's his name? The Irish actor there, Fastbender. Fastbender's in it. He's like the main character. 
Oh, I know which movie you're talking about. I haven't. Yeah, yeah. I, can't remember the, I can't remember the name of it. You yeah. gotta at least give it one watch. Mm-hmm. It's it's not good, and it's I think it's Cormac McCarthy as well. But uh, yeah, he's he's not like it doesn't like nobody nobody gets a good end in that. Oh, like okay. everybody ends out in a bad place. Fucking Brad Pitt gets the worst from like a device. Like they put a they give him a there's a device that happens to him mm-hmm. that's just like oh shit like you you know what's gonna happen like this is the end for me and nothing's gonna save me oh shit uh, so and, and in a crowded place like just walking down the street yeah mm-hmm. and then like oh, Cameron Diaz like the way Benicio del Toro describes her fucking a car and he's in the inside it's just like why would anybody why would anybody do that like just oh, don't don't ever do that yeah that's I mean, awful I know man if you're if like your significant other says I'm gonna fuck a windshield be like no. Man or woman, it's yeah, gonna, man it's or woman, gonna, yeah. it's gonna be bad, man. Don't be do bad. it. Yeah, because I think um, that's one thing I, I was like about Benicio del Toro always picks good movies too. Yeah, man. Yeah, he does some good stuff. He's in the new Star Wars. Yeah, he's like he's, a hacker. Yeah, he's yeah. uh, what's it called? Did you watch Sicario? I did watch Sicario. Sicario was cool. It was wicked. You were waiting for a soldado. Yeah, yeah, man. And that, that dinner scene was just mm-hmm. oh crazy. I think the new one is like a prequel and sequel. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it like goes back and shows you how they get together mm-hmm. and what happened to them to bring them there. Yeah. And then it goes off from there where he does like him and Josh Brolin are essentially like a badass Batman and Robin just taking people down. Is it, a, is it done by the same director? Yep. I, I don't know if it's the same director, but it's the same team. Oh, okay. Like everybody involved is the same. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it might be a different director. Oh, okay. Oh, the, the same guy who's doing uh, Blade Runner, right? Oh, I think that's why he's not doing Sicario. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He's doing Blade Runner instead. Yeah. I can't. I can. I don't. Know. He did um, prisoners. J- JD, I'll call him that. Yeah, he yeah. did prisoners as well. Mm-hmm. No, not prisoners. Sorry, um, enemy. I think he might have done prisoners, but he did that movie, Enemy, with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you've seen Enemy, but it's another fucked up movie. Yeah, I heard Enemy's really good. Yeah, and, it's and quite. He, and good. he did. He did Arrival. Well, everyone knows he did Arrival. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't think I've ever seen a movie where like a spider. I mean, like a like a giant spider and like body doubles and shit. Mm-hmm. Like an enemy, like we're like. It's weird, man. Like if you're if you're listening to this and you want to see a really like weird experience, mm-hmm. it's by no means a movie. It's more of an experience than a movie. Mm-hmm. Enemy is worth a watch. Mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, okay. Jake Gyllenhaal makes he makes really good. Jake Gyllenhaal has he has a good Hollywood resume. He does. Yeah. I mean, from like a long time ago. Oh yeah, he's he's a, uh, um, like from Mac and Me. Yeah, he was a Mac and Me, I think. Right. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, he's um, he, I, I'm glad he didn't go the superhero route. Number one, he knows that he he shouldn't he shouldn't do it. Yeah. And uh, he's a. Uh, yeah, he's Jake Gyllenhaal. He's yeah, he's got he's solid. I like. He's him. really good, man. There was that weird talk how he might have been in uh, Dark Knight Rises as the Joker. He's mm-hmm. gonna take over the role. Yeah, but like, I'm really glad that never went down. Yeah, because that would have been weird. That would have been weird, like especially I, after he had sex with the Heath Ledger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would have been, That's a, little true, bit, yeah. been a little bit too weird. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I didn't see that happening. Not because of the the relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm all for gay relationships. Like, yeah. go go to town, do whatever, get married. I don't give a shit. But it would have been weird to be like. Man, like, did they get that close on set? Like, I don't want, I don't want to see that. That's that's too close. I'm yeah. seeing too much of your intimate relationship on screen. I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah, I think, I think, I think the Dark Knight. I think Dark Knight needed a a young, like a young guy to play the Joker. Yeah, just because of the style of the movie. Yeah. Um, but um, one guy who I think could play Joker, not in Christopher Nolan's um, Batman universe, but I think maybe in a. Maybe in a more comic book uh, Batman movie instead of like a crime-based... Like so like real, a Zack Snyder universe or a Joss yeah, like, Whedon universe? Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. or maybe like... Um, yeah, I say like a Zack Snyder or maybe like maybe uh, like an like, like a 
yeah, I'd say like yeah, more more of a comic book universe, right? Because mm-hmm. like Batman, I, like, we've talked about this. Dark Knight's not I, for me personally. I don't think it's really a it's not a comic it's, book. It's not, it's not a comic movie, right? It's very much what would happen if this happened in real life. Exactly. So yeah. I one guy I think would actually be a really good Joker would be um, Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. Back like back then in two thousand eight. Really? Yeah. If you actually watch him in um, uh, Shoot 'Em Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's um. He's, I haven't seen all of that, but yeah, I do know what you mean. He's unhinged. Yeah, he's he's not all together. Yeah, like the weird look he's got with the coat and the glasses and the whole like he's kind of frazzled. He's kind of frazzled and stuff yeah. like that. Like obviously he could play the penguin because he's built like that, right? But like yeah. yeah, but I could I could see him like the only reason that I would be like I don't know is because how bad Rhino was. That's then that's true, like yeah. bad direction. Yeah, exactly. Like Mark Webb was like, "Go nuts, man! Like go fucking nuts! Mm-hmm. You're the goddamn Rhino!" Yeah. Fucking be the rhino. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing too. Like he was, I think yeah. he was, he was like that was a paycheck movie for him, obviously. Oh yeah. So like I think like yeah, like, I think he like, obviously he's more like um he's more cobblepot, mm-hmm. but his demeanor he could be like he, he I think he could play a psycho pretty pretty well. Now going that clown route, clown route, route. The fuck word is that? <laughs> going that clown route. Do you think that he would be a good fit as the clown in the spawn? Yeah, man, that would be something. Actually, you know what? You're right. I think he's better suited for that than the Joker. Yeah, I take that back. Yeah, you're. Yeah, right. I think yeah. he could pull that off because yeah. he like that clown is really like he's not fun to be around. No, no, he's like, uh, yeah. You know yeah. what? Yeah, you know what? You're right. Is the thing is too is like Joker needs to be like, like he needs to be like like psycho but slick at the same time. Yeah, he's got to have like a snap factor. Yeah, like, like he, yeah, yeah, he has to draw you in. There's a there's a great moment in um in the Fifth Element. After they've made Lilu, they've, yep. they've created her, and then she's in the glass case thing. Mm-hmm. That one general guy comes up to like the glass to mm-hmm. see what's up, and she's oh, all I know exactly what's like playful, playful, playful. She, she, she has that animal look. Yeah, she turns into like a fucking lioness. Yeah. right there, and they can see like even her body language. Yeah, like, it's crazy. It's all animal. Yeah, that's the Joker. Yeah, where he's like, "Hey, I'm all happy go lucky," but and then he stops talking. Yeah, and you're like, "Oh, when he's not joking around, yeah. is when the motherfucker shows yeah, up." Yeah, she does that look where she's like, she's like, yeah, like that, and then she kind of her body kind of twists, and then yeah. she, yeah, I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. But yeah, but that is like that is the turn in the character right there. She yeah. goes from being like all cool, like we just made a really pretty girl, and she's in a fucking glass case, and she doesn't know a whole lot of shit. We're gonna teach how the world works, and somebody's gonna have sex with her. Like there's a whole like like male fantasy being played out. Yeah, and then she takes that male fantasy and she fucking turns it on its head. Yeah. by becoming the aggressor. Yeah, like she's not. She might not be like together the ways of this world, but she's got like a like a prehistoric instinct. like Velociraptor instinct. Yeah. Then when it's time to fuck shit up, she's yeah. gonna fuck shit up. And the camera angle is good too because the camera the camera is actually below. Yeah. So it shows her like looking up at them like this, like uh, uh, I'm gonna eat you guys alive. Yeah. Yeah. Like there, so, there's yeah, gonna fine. be a lot yeah, of murder. If you, here. Let, if you let me out, I'm yeah. gonna like. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat the living shit out of you guys before I before I leave. She kind of does. Yeah, she does. That's <laughs> like exactly she, what she, she does. breaks yeah. her way out. Yeah, and it's cool. How yeah, it's like there's an instinctive ability to escape a situation. Yeah. that's all she was. She was primal instinct. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So cool, man. Oh yeah, no, I totally agree. I know exactly the moment you're talking yeah. about too. Because when I watch that movie, I'm like, holy shit! Like mm-hmm. Mila Jovovich is like, she can act. That yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. man, absolutely. She's she's definitely got more talented. She's more talented than anybody gave her credit for, or yeah. gave her material to work with. Oh yeah, because like you know when you're stuck in that uh, that Resident Evil. Yeah. She, I mean, how many has she made so far? Like nineteen. Like like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. She's made so many of those, and it's like um, they pay the bills, so whatever. I get it. Yeah. I mean, for a long time, it was like they were bill payers, and she got married to to what's the name that Anderson Paul, there? Paul W. S. W. S. Anderson. Yeah. She, I think I don't know if they're still together, but they were they were there together I think for a bit. They're still together, yeah. Then um, that Joan of Arc movie. I think she was fucking dating what's his name during that as well. The director of that. Uh, was that Lupus on? 
No, I don't think so. It wasn't. It was yeah. somebody else though. Yeah, I think um uh it was somebody else. Yeah. yeah. So um but So yeah. she's kind of been like almost a victim of being hired by people she's been involved with. Yeah, and she's um but fuck, yeah. like she can't act. I just wish she I, yeah, like, I love her. just like, gave her more of an opportunity. Have you seen her in interviews? She's like super cool. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Like fucking like everything she's done after that, like whenever she's been given a dramatic turn, it's been good. It's been good, yeah. So I don't know why they don't uh they don't hire her more. Yeah, she was great in Married with Children as well. Oh yeah. The French exchange student. Fucking that was a long ass time ago, yeah. man. There was like a, a really I don't know, there's there's something on TV that I kind of caught a glimpse of. God, I'm gonna butcher this this story about women in Hollywood getting the roles they should be getting, mm-hmm. and it's just like fuck. There's there there is not enough opportunity inherently. Like guys just won't hire women based on their acting chops. They'll hire them like on how pretty they are first. Yeah, and they can act. They can act, right? I mean, like like girls like Megan Fox have been the worst example of that. Yeah, she's not hired for her acting ability, mm-hmm. but if given the opportunity, she could probably rise to the occasion. Like if you yeah. watch on the first Transformers, she's actually not awful. No, she's not bad. She's like, not the problem with that movie by, no, by no. any stretch. No. They just don't get the opportunity given to them. Yeah. And that there should be more of like, well, well, people should be giving them more. Like women of color, men of color, and women in general. Yeah. Should be given more opportunity from like the white male in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, well, why don't we just like get better at getting a bunch of really talented people together to make movies? Like, I yeah. mean, there are a lot of really talented women out there and, and people of color out there who can get together and make better movies. Yeah. But then who's going to, like, are they going to watch them? If a big studio doesn't back it, are they going to watch it? If you can't get Tom Cruise in there, is anybody going to watch it? Mm-hmm. There's so many more problems there than than just, yeah, let's get a bunch of people together and make good movies. Yeah. So that's just fucking frustrating. Well, it's like a frustrating situation. Well, that's the thing, too, because, like, uh, um, the Hollywood legends and the giants and, mm-hmm. like, superstars, yeah. they're not they're, they're getting old. They're getting old, man. Yeah. And they're, like, their control, their grasp is getting weaker. Yeah. On the the machine, the way the machine runs. Exactly. Like, and we and we've seen it. We've seen it with uh, we've seen it with Tom Cruise. We're seeing mm-hmm. it with uh, like who else? Name some. Oh shit! Let's just go like the original like Hollywood. How the the machine was like the Spielbergs, Tom Cruise, the fucking Harrison Fords, right? Like there was a time when just your name would be like that movie's gonna be huge. Yeah. Like it would open massive. Yeah. Harrison. Just because you had Harrison Ford in the movie, it's yeah. gonna be huge. I bet you Blade Runner was it twenty whatever twenty forty eight forty nine mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever the fuck that thing is yeah it's not gonna have like a massive gigantic opening anymore no like it's gonna steadily just do well yeah because that that blockbuster based on like a studio or a director or whatever is gone oh yeah absolutely yeah they're gonna uh, um, Tom Hanks yeah Tom Hanks uh, another one um, there's it's like Da Vinci Code opened huge what was that last thing they did. I can't remember. Kind it, of a sleeper. It, was it wasn't sleeper. Angels and Demons. It was like the, that third one. They that did. was that third one. Yeah, it was a uh, Inferno. I think Inferno. Yeah, um, I could be wrong, but like that. But yeah, they're just um, they just got worse and worse. And yeah. They, they, well, not worse and worse, but yeah, they just um, there was a trickle down effect. And uh, again, like movies aren't consumed the way they were. No. Uh, like even up until the the mid two thousands, right? Yeah. And um, I think that's uh, where. Guys like the like the not the they're not young but like um there's guys who still have like that that blockbuster power still like um mm-hmm. like um like, well, like, well like Tom Cruise because Ryan Reynolds doesn't have it Ryan Reynolds does not have it I mean like Deadpool is really good it had a great opening and it carried really well because people were like fuck he's actually really good at this shit yeah and but Deadpool was good because of the um not just because of uh not because Ryan Reynolds was in it like he was a huge part of it mm-hmm. but it was just it was just a whole ensemble it was like the 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 character yeah. the the content great buzz yeah great buzz um it was a comic movie mm-hmm. so he was the, that was an that was an entire package that was sold very well yeah 
so you everyone got a everyone got a present basically, yeah. right? So, but if you look at um, well, uh, let's say Safe House, Safe House for example, right? Yeah. You have Denzel and mm-hmm. you have him versus Ryan Reynolds, right? Yeah, exactly. That that looks as it all. Yeah, like it's like I guess. Yeah. I mean, I I'll, if I miss it in theaters, I'll see it on Netflix. Exactly, and I saw and it won't th- be long. Exactly, I saw on Netflix. I saw it in theaters, and I was like, this is terrible. And yeah. uh, like Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Depp, same thing. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, Johnny Depp's like maybe one of the the best examples of a guy who's really falling. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I I, I love Johnny Depp, but mm-hmm. like uh, the, um, but yeah, you got to like, um, yeah, I, I just don't understand why. But then you have like guys like uh, like Leonardo DiCaprio, for example, mm-hmm. still going strong. Yeah, I mean because I think there's a there's a guaranteed quality. Absolutely, like you're not yeah. going to get a blockbuster. But you're gonna get a quality movie, exactly. So Scorsese, right? Yeah, Scorsese. You're you're you're, you're focusing on quality of movie, mm-hmm. working with the best directors, yeah. And then um and then that those two in tandem will always get you good results. You might not have yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. I think you might not have the um the blockbuster factor anymore, but there's always gonna be certain directors of a quality flag. Exactly. Quality so factor. yeah, so you'll get the, you'll get the critical acclaim. Yeah. And that that'll that, that'll that'll take you places. Yeah. And if 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 anything, both you like director um. Um, actor, whatever it is, you're gonna rise, mm-hmm. and then uh, so, yeah, like your your supporting actors, um, like l- let's say The Revenant, for example, right? Yeah, not a blockbuster movie, but my God, what it's gonna, do, what did it do for? It, it just rose, the, it just the the stock of Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, and um, like the the Tom Hardy got its stock. Yeah, and the director. Yeah, yeah. though all those guys, um, people can watch that and they'll be like, those guys are awesome in that. Yeah, movie. they're really good. I'll sign. I'll, I'll throw like twenty million dollars at you guys to make yeah. another movie. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Yeah, they they will get they will get a chance next time because it was so good this time. Exactly. Yeah. Which is again like, it's it's almost weird in the way that works in the opposite with God. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but the fucking Transformers franchise. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Where it's like it's just a lot of and again like I I think we talked about it last time. And I talked about the the other guys, how I am now at peace with Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. He can fucking do whatever he wants. I don't give a shit. Oh yeah, I we, realized yeah we, 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 we talked about that. The, yeah, the that time, I have yeah. completely demoed out. Like yeah. I'm no longer the demographic, and I understand that there are things for kids because they just want to see things blow up. Yeah. They want to see that weird action shit. They want to see the 3D. Oh yeah, and that's and that's it's totally not fine. for us. Yeah, that's totally fine. Yep. And then the same thing happens because there are kids in China. They want to see that shit, and that's a huge market. And mm-hmm. then the next thing you know, they get a 400 million dollar run in China. Yeah. And then now they're justified making another one. Damn, yo, Mr. Popularity here, this phone vibrating on the table so the microphone's can hear it. <laughs> it was a dick move. Hey, Jamie, I'm in the podcast. I'll call you right back, eh? Bye. She knows we're shooting right now. Oh, God. Did you hear that response? Bye. Uh, bye. You know, she could have been here. Yeah, she could have been here, by the way. And uh, did, you, did you throw the offer out to her? So she didn't know she could have been here? No. Motherfucker. But. That's our fault. But. She she's always busy with um she's always busy with she always tells me oh I have a class say I'm doing this all stuff and I'm like ah. well she's bettering herself yeah when all we're doing is bettering the people who listen to us no because we're making you better no we we, no. we we have already bettered ourselves this this is our way to relax <laughs> this this really is a way to relax yeah there's um there's always room to grow Absolutely. but this is our moment to vent and relax and talk about like pop culture current culture exactly and this, and this will grow hey speaking of current culture and pop culture what do you think about that whole news that Stephen Colbert had Daniel Craig and he's doing a James Bond because he wants to go on a high note maybe Christopher Nolan maybe Wait, Nolan yeah so Daniel Craig was on the the old Colbert there yeah it was on all the fucking news feeds and shit right and uh, I don't watch Colbert because I, I don't like Colbert. But anyway, he's on the uh, on the Colbert there, or the, and he's talking about, well, I want to go on a high note. I want to do one more Bond. I am doing another one. It's confirmed, uh, but no director's out yet. 
because there's so much buzz that Christopher Nolan might actually direct a Bond. Oh, man. Could you fucking imagine? Holy I mean, the reason shit. Casino Royale came out was because of Batman Begins. Yeah. They wanted to do uh, uh, James Bond Begins. That's that's like, that's Hollywood Babylon. Everybody kind of knows that, that is like the truth. Yeah. And then uh, when you look at they had their like similarities in, in their movies as well. Quantum of Solace, not so much, but Skyfall was definitely their Dark Knight. Yeah. And then this last one, Spectre, was definitely their their uh, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Where, you know, it wasn't as good as the last two, but it still kind of had still, legs. But it, but it was, it was totally epic. Really good villain. Yeah. We've even talked about, I mean, we just fucking talked about last week about how, uh, like, what's it called? Batista should have been Blofeld. Yeah. He should have been the main bad guy because he's highly intelligent and he beats the fucking shit out of Bond. Yeah. He's mentally unequal, if not better. Yeah. And he's physically capable of taking out all of Bond's men. Yeah. It was only because that chick had the, the smart idea of wrapping his fucking leg with a rope and throwing him out the window. Yeah, exactly. Like, she saved Bond's ass. Oh, yeah, <laughs> It's like, yeah. here's that great moment where Bond is like, I'm going to die now, and you're all going to see it happen. Yeah, I think... Um, uh, but Christopher Nolan directing a James Bond movie. That would be a, that would be a billion-dollar movie. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because that guy, like, no matter what else, that guy can direct a movie. Oh, man. But, but. No, well, that's a weird statement, no matter what else. That guy can do, he can do anything, man. He can like, do he's anything. got no weird political views. He's got no way. Why would I even say that? Yeah. That guy can direct a fucking movie. Because what he does is that he puts, like, he makes his movies. Excellent point. Yeah. You, like, you Excellent can, point. Yeah, he'll take your, like, whatever is he'll take your material when it comes to, like, yep. like Batman, for example, mm-hmm. and he will, like, he's like, you know what, this is the way I see Batman. Yep. And then he'll, he'll, put, he'll put it out and people are like, and like, they're like, that's the standard. I feel like when, when Christopher Nolan makes a movie like Batman, whatever he does, there's very little, it, we never hear about interference. Like nope. that whole idea of studio interference. No, not at all. It's like they know. It's like this is in fine hands. Yeah. Just let him do what he's got to do and everybody else just fuck off. Okay, we're all going to fuck off. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Now go, Chris, go. Exactly, yeah. Cause, like, he makes good Because I think what he does is that he really like he'll say, this is my idea for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes, this is the way we want to do it. And he'll, yeah. he'll pitch that to Warner. He pitched that to Warner Brothers and Warner Brothers was like, holy shit, we've never seen anything like this before. Yep. Okay, fine. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And then um, after like, let's say The Dark Knight and they're like, you know what? I have a movie talking about dreams. Yeah, and this is the scope and scale that we're going to do it. Levels, of yeah, dreams. exactly. Then so weird, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be like, "Wow, that's yeah. crazy." Do it because the pitch is so weird. I'm, I'm going to make a movie about a dream within a dream. Yeah, you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah, it's like every sitcom has done that. Yeah, and when yeah. you wake up and the weird wife is still next to you, yeah. you wake up again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and but but it, there's no like flashback moments. Like, no. it's, it's like he builds the world around the person, and yeah. he's, he's like, "I'm not only going to, I'm going to tell the story. I'm going to show everyone how it's done." Mm-hmm. And so, like. Why would you not like give that guy a green light on anything? Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean that's a that that is like a match made in heaven. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, and because like it's good because he's not. I don't see him working in the Marvel, the Marvel con- like kind of like the Marvel no, no, kind of that's environment. Not his world. That's not his because he like there's because he doesn't care about having like children to like and parents to like cater to when it comes to toys and stuff like that. Oh, like the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. He <laughs> didn't have great toys. No, not like. No. I mean, like, I love toys, but the Batman toys so far from the movies have all been shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, that motherfucker don't care about the toys. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, with Batman, you don't need to. Go to, nope. like, go to McFarlane. Go, like, go to, like, uh, you could buy the, the high-quality ones. Yeah. And, and there there are a lot of really good Batman toys out there. Absolutely. I don't yeah. need Dark Knight toys. Yeah, I don't, I don't need specific, like, you know, uh, from inspired by the movie mm-hmm. Dark Knight toys, right? But that, uh, um, but Christopher Nolan is, uh, yeah, the, the zero compromise. Yeah. None. He's, like, I'm, um, because... You know, little CG as possible. We've talked about this, and mm-hmm. just shoot everything in camera. Yeah, everything that's is what, practical. That's what I love. Yeah, everything is film. Everything is everything is within the vision that he's all like. What you're seeing is what he's already thought about you seeing. Yeah, 
Like you're not seeing anything different from the storyboard unless there's like a technical aspect that he didn't think about beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's something there that he didn't like. I mean, like one day this is like a mud hole mm-hmm. or something happens to his set. Yeah. That all of a sudden he has to compromise his vision for like something else that he shot, which will probably still be fucking great. Yeah, and I think I think what he because he kind of um, I think when he approach he approaches his uh, um, his movies like for example like Inception, mm-hmm. I think he kind of approaches it where you're um, um, like and I'll, I'll I'll kind of like allude to uh, Stanley Kubrick for example. Yeah. When you look at um, 2001: A Space Odyssey, the end of the movie, okay, when you see the Star Child, mm-hmm. for example, right, and when you, the end of Inception. He's the, the 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 top is still spinning, right? Mm-hmm. Um, his totem is still spinning, right? So, um, I think the the I think what I'm trying to say is that when you look at those two movies, I think the similarities is where um, for especially with 2001, it's like you don't want to be um, if no one should come out of that movie saying, um, oh yeah, I know exactly what I happened. I get it. I get it, right? Oh, I fucking get it. Yeah, but yeah. but the thing is that no, what they're trying to do is like if. If you if if you we wanted that movie to, to ask more questions yeah. than it answers exactly yeah so like you the ambiguity is what makes the movie better well that's I mean that's literally why we do podcasts exactly I mean because there's always I mean there is as much as I hate fan theories I love the speculation of what that fucking thing means exactly like, like what did that mean yeah and it, was there as, with Inception like at the end of it mm-hmm. was he still was he in the real world <laughs> is he yeah exactly or was he still in the dream world. That movie does exactly what it's supposed to do at exactly, the end. Exactly. Yeah. When you leave the theater, number one, the spectacle was incredible. Yeah. Number two, you're asking all the questions as to like, is that it? Yeah. Was that like, there, there could have been more. Was there more? Is there going to be more? Was yeah. there like, did the top stop? No, nah, it stopped. It wobbled. It totally fucking wobbled. Yeah. No, it was going to go. It's going to keep on going. Yeah, exactly. It's like you just, you just don't get that question answered. Not at all. And, and you're waiting for it. Yeah. And that ambiguity kind of like, it's like, okay, then you're like, at the end, you're like, okay, he's still in the second world then. And then, like, the, the, like especially with Inception, you can go up and watch it again, mm-hmm. and be like, "Holy crap!" I never like, oh, now it, like, even though I th- I kind of understood that part, now I understand it way better. Yeah. And the movie is just, and you look at it, and the movie's a t- it's a totally different movie. It's definitely a multiple watch movie. Yeah, and that's 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 for me that's the definition of a well made movie. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The questions that you have when you walk out. Yeah, and then we, and we, when you watch it again, you're like, wow, I never thought about that. What a fantastic movie. Yeah, there's there are those movies that do that. Like, I mean, maybe before Inception, you had Fight Club, maybe. Yeah. Where like you just didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like even after you watch it, you're so blown away by what you watch, and you watch it again, and you're like, god damn, there's, there's so probably, much going on. Fight Club's probably one of the top ten ones. Yeah, definitely, it's in the top ten. Blade Runner. Yeah, Blade Runner is another really yeah. good top ten for like, what did I see? I gotta go watch it again. Yeah. Blade Runner maybe less so because there are so many cuts. There yeah, are way too many cuts. That yeah, movie. there's a lot. Like I, I watched. I like the, I like the, the final cut. Yeah, that one is really. I like that one is probably my favorite. Um, another one is um, if you actually because like, another one for me is like when you actually like listen to the um, if especially when you listen to the dialogue, and you mm-hmm. really like understand what's going on, is uh, is heat. Yeah, heat is something. Yeah, you, when you watch that, you're like, holy crap! Like you understand the relationships better, and you're uh. And I understand why these two guys, why these people were just so like dependent on each other. Yeah. And the similarities between the cops and the bad guys. Um, yeah. It's just the, the dynamic between the two. It's like, it's just two sides of the same coin. The entire movie. The entire fucking movie. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. There's not like for me, that one, I think the, the scene everybody talks about is a diner scene. Like the diner scene is so fucking good. Yeah. But the two scenes in that movie that really kind of like that nail it for me. And there's more to it than what you, what you see in a first viewing are the, uh, the sequence when they're being watched. By fucking De Niro's crew. When they got made? Yeah, when they get made. 
And like I know everybody's like, well, you know, Pacino really overacts a lot in that movie. And he does. He's Pacino. He's yeah. gonna fucking do that. So before you watch the movie, get in your head that yeah, you're watching a you're gonna watch Al Pacino on screen. Mm-hmm. He's gonna overact. That's yeah. why they hired him. But when he's like when he gives them when he gives them all that, you know what I'm looking at? <laughs> oh, you uh, fuckers yeah. wanna know yeah, what he's, he's looking like- at. And yeah, there's that realization. It's it's really that like this guy's on my level. Yeah. This this dude is on my level. Yeah. Like we're not just catching bad guys. Yeah. And we're I, we're playing chess. Yeah, they have to yeah, cuz like you can watch that on the surface and be like, "Okay, Pacino's like he's kind of going like uh yeah. he's got Glenn Gary Glenn Ross on us, right?" Yeah, he's getting so out there. Yeah, and but uh but when you see that yeah. and they understand. Yeah. He's like cuz he understands more than we do. Yeah. He's like He's not over the top. He's impressed. He's imp- he's like he's like Okay, they were like, "Oh yeah, he's been watching them. He understands who they are now." Yeah. What would your reaction be? Yeah, exactly. And if you were, if you, because like my reaction would be like, "Holy crap!" He, he, like this guy's been watching us the whole time. Yeah. But him mm-hmm. knowing all the shit he went through, his character in that movie, like he's he's unhinged. He's gone through so much shit. He's seen so much shit. He's going through a shitty marriage. Yeah. His his daughter, his daughter, like whatever his that girl's that guy's daughter is like suicidal and stuff mm-hmm. like that. His life's so fucked up. But. uh now he's got something fun. And, and then now he's like, there's a guy who's on my level. He goes, guys, yeah. he goes, and he's never seen that. He's He's gone through so many cases. Yeah. And uh, he's never seen guys who played his game yeah. against him. Like, you got a guy who's robbing banks, and he's playing the LAPD's game against the LAPD. Yeah. And he has no idea what he's up against now. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, he goes, because he says in the diner scene, he's like, I don't want to do anything else either. Yeah. And this is yeah, all I this, do. This is all I know how to do. Yeah. And if I'm not like, a fucking human yeah, being. Exactly. He's like, yeah, this is a, this is a game for me. Mm hmm. And uh, that was great. And then uh, uh, he's like, are these guys good or what? Yeah. Man, so good. Yeah. That, I ju- that moment really got me. Yeah. And I just ordered the uh, the definitive edition Ooh, today. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a good grab. 12 bucks. That's crazy cheap, man. Yeah. 12 bucks is too cheap for heat. Yeah. Especially like a definitive edition. Exactly. Yeah. So. Well, there's that one. And there's a sequence when he finally realizes that like there's a world out there that he might be getting too old for, which I kind of feel like was his reason for walking away at the end. Yeah. Is when he's talking to the uh, the hacker who's gonna get the information for him. Yeah, and he has no idea that this guy's a hacker. Like he doesn't know what a hacker is. Yeah, this is some dude in a wheelchair is gonna get us our info. The guy's like, it's out there. It's like you just have to just grab it. Mm-hmm. You just have to know how to grab it. And there's that moment when De Niro's like, the fuck are you talking about? But then he has a realization that like, oh, I'm getting too old for yeah, this world. Exactly. And then he walks. Yeah. You know, I mean, everything for him is he's literally fighting his age. Mm-hmm. Got a young girlfriend. Mm-hmm. The the world's getting like so much more advanced. He's a he's a guns and ammo guy. Oh yeah, he's yeah, he's a dinosaur. Yeah. He's a dinosaur. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's maybe in his last trip. Yeah. You know, I'll make my money, I'll hit the road. And she's nice to me. Maybe I'll take her with me. Yeah. And then like nothing fucking goes his way. But that realization when the guy's like, it's just out there. Like yeah. you just need to know how to grab it. And you don't know how to grab it. Yeah. I'm older than you and I can fucking grab it because mm-hmm. I, I evolved. Yeah. Like, oh, God damn. He's not going to evolve. Oh, no. Evolve no. or die. He's going to die. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. What yeah. A great fucking I, yeah, movie. Yeah. Great movie. Like that's that's um, like I would. It's one of those. It's one of those movies, right? Like if I catch them, I'm in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. It's on TV. I'll, I'm like, I'll sit there. I'm like, guys, I'm not making it. I got to, I'm going to sit here and watch heat. I'm watching heat. Yeah. I know. Like I've seen it a thousand times. I've seen the poster a lot of times. I used to have the poster, but in my head, for whatever reason, I always see it like as an acronym. Yeah. H-E-A-T. Yeah. With like periods in between the words. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know why. I always see it in my head that's like the, that. That's what the cover of the, of the Blu-ray is. Is it? It's H dot A. It's H-E-A-T, H-E-A-T, but with all the dots in the middle. Is it actually like that? Yeah. Fuck, maybe I'm just like, I'm having two memories at once. Yeah, and like I know Raji has the other Blu-ray that yeah. has like, it, it, it's all black and has like Val Kilmer, um, 
Al Pacino and Robert De Niro on it. It's all black. It's a much better cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the audio is not as good. They didn't they didn't remaster the audio. Really? Yeah. This one has like um a, like as eleven minutes of cut. There's like a, there's like uncut foot. There's, like, there's uncut footage. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a special like um um into the fire the documentary mm-hmm. and remastered five point one audio. That's crazy, man. Because yeah. the audio is I can't believe you would like release heat with bad audio. Oh, it's stupid. on a Blu-ray. Yeah. Because that end that that shootout at the end. Man, I've said it a thousand times. Oh, my God. Like, that is, that is, it takes you to, to a place. Yeah. Like, that sound is just a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. That's, that, that I can't wait for. Cause I just want to sit there in my house and just be like, yep. And just crank it. And I'm like, just, and just turn the lights off and just like, just enjoy uh, yeah. it. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely like a headphones guy. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's one of those ones where you put on those like really nice, your fucking $200 headphones. Mm-hmm. And you sit back and you listen to that thing. Yeah. Cause like it's just, yeah, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's that, that experience is definitely worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like there are very few movies these days where I really look at, I, I watch, and I think to myself, like, yeah, well, I'll give that a go or I'll go, I'll go do this. I'll watch that again. Mm-hmm. Or like you'll, you'll see it on TV and then you'll lose hours of every day. Yeah. Heat's definitely up there. Absolutely. We should do a heat, we should do a heat party at my house. Mm. She could all the like actual heat fans. Yeah. But not like a fucking Predator party that went to in the movie theater. God. Watching Predator in the movie theater with fucking millennials. Uh, I just uh, is the worst. It's like there was a bunch of people there who were in who were into it because it was Predator. They were there to watch Predator on the big screen with like glorious sound. Like it was like, it was a really cool experience. Cause they didn't yeah, sometimes you watch a movie and um they don't cut it right to the screen. Like the screen will have a weird aspect ratio to it or like what they've got is like a digital projection instead of like an actual film mm-hmm. a piece of film or whatnot they're putting into the reels so it doesn't look right on the screen like i've been to a couple of those i, I went to an indiana jones one time not to not to talk shit about that theater but i went to in a, in a theater people go to and the screen was at a weird angle it's like somebody just bump into the projector and not straighten that motherfucker out like there was a weird really? angle to it i was like this is this is awful and like it was almost if you had like a like a crank to saturate the colors like some of the colors only on certain parts of the movie were oversaturated. Oh, so like this is too much. Like Ravenwood's bar is burning down. And it's all red. The whole fucking thing is red. I can't see what's going on. It just took you out of it. Yeah. But this version of Predator was great. It was fucking perfect. Jeez. And then these goddamn kids sitting in front of us wouldn't stop saying the words wrong. I got no problem with you doing the Arnold accent, but say the words right at the right time. Yeah. That's all I ask you for. You know it's get to the chopper. Yeah. You know that's what you it is. You know it. And you're going to say, go to the airplane? Like, yeah. I'm going to kick you in the back of the fucking head. Like, I would have. Just say the words right, yeah. man. I would just I'd kick in the back of the head. I'll be yeah. like, 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 either, you, I'd just be like, shut like shut the hell up. You, you, you need to not, just stop talking. Yeah, stop you're talking. You're the worst. Yeah. You are what's wrong with North America. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you I'm are like, the problem. You're why Trump won. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> People like you are why Trump won. <laughs> like, you're like, uh, he goes, have a problem. Like, oh, like, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do, man? <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, that's what. That's all I said. Actually, was like, oh, what are you gonna fucking do? Exactly. You I'll, got... I'll urinate on you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, I was. I said it in a very defeatist way, though. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Fucking kids are gonna be kids. They're kids gonna are gonna be kids, shit. man. Yep. I'm too old for that shit now. I'm so. too old for that shit, man. So anything, uh, anything weird or cool in the movie, uh, or not the movie? Sorry, in the real world, that got your attention this week? Um, just trying to go through what I what I actually had here. Let's see. Let's see what you have. Uh, no, I actually saw the um, something I didn't get to the guys with, so I'm gonna hold it for you because it is more for you than it was for the other guys. Okay. Um, there's a Black Widow versus Electro fight scene that came out on Instagram. The yeah. stunt doubles, yeah. did a fight sequence that yeah. was fucking awesome. It was incredible. It looked like two people of the same size and weight, and what they would do, they're gonna fight each other in the same style. And it's it was incredible. Like if you haven't seen on Instagram, it's the stunt doubles for Black Widow and Electra. But it was shot really well, which made me think like Isaac Florentine, who did all the Boyka and Undisputed, all that kind of yeah. stuff. 
incredible director. Why are we not getting movies? I think we might have like mentioned this here before. Why are we not getting movies where Isaac Florentine just does your hand-to-hand action stuff or holds the camera for your like person-to-person CQC stuff? Okay, so like then, because uh, okay, I agree with that. Yeah. Now, um, because there is things like second unit. There, yeah, there is there is second unit stuff yeah. that he can direct, right? So there, there be, is things. There yeah, are things. There Fucking are, yeah. learn English, dummy. Okay. <laughs> so like, yeah, so he would like he would have to be like a sec- so that the second he would have to be a second unit director. Absolutely. So like, because like the thing is like he can't have his name on a movie. That's so, fine, if, especially if it's going to theaters. That's fine. So yeah, so he has to take that hit. Yeah. So, but yeah, that. But we would know. But you would know because then the flow of the movie yeah. is going to be completely different. Do you think it would be that different? Actually, no, no, no. You know what? You know why? Okay, you know what? I'm gonna take that back. The reason why it wouldn't is because okay, I'll t- think of like um, think of the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Matrix, the regular parts of the movie are fine. They look at the you look at the uh, um, you look at the, the action sequences. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a, it looks like um, Yuan Wu Ping directed those things. Exactly. But he just the chore- he just did the choreography. Yeah, he didn't direct those scenes. No, not at all. So yeah. it is. It does look like two movies. Yeah. Especially and then the Matrix Reloaded. Mm-hmm. It's all CGI. It's awful. It looks awful. It's all like the, there's no black. It's all gray. It um, was the, the, so bad. It's terrible. So like, but I agree with you because um, he could shoot in camera mm-hmm. two guys, like two two people fighting. Yeah, and I don't think it would take away from all because there's no CGI. N- nothing at all. Not at I, all. I think he's he's a pretty competent director. I think so. Yeah. Like I mean, when you look at the way he frames just like a, an average like person to person conversational scene. Yeah. It's like he doesn't he doesn't have the camera moving around them too much. No. Like he he frames it like you would frame a, a movie or a TV show. Yeah. It's it's characters talking. Yeah. It's all dialogue. So for him to be like, well, you know, I'm I'm shooting a second unit on a Russo Brothers movie. Yeah. Where you know it's gonna be Captain America fighting GSP. Mm-hmm. So instead of going all weird and doing my own thing, I'm gonna mimic their style while maintaining really good action shots, like maintaining the the shot the, the way I want it to be. To see all the work that's going on, all the stunt work, all the the fight sequences. Yeah, they they put a lot of effort into learning this stuff. So I'm not gonna just show an elbow hitting a jaw. Yeah, at like ultra tight shaky cam. Yeah, exactly. Like a super tight shot, just an elbow and jaw, and it's shaking the whole time. Yeah, exactly. I, I would like, be like, I would. My whole intent would be, guy, because you guys went through all this training. Yeah. Do you want because like, the more we show what you can do. Yeah. The more you're gonna like, the more it's gonna like. You're gonna show off, yeah, and we're, exactly. gonna see, we're gonna see your talents, and we're gonna get it done right. Maybe you guys didn't learn how to do everything exactly how it's supposed to be, yeah. But I'm I not, can make it look good. Uh, yeah, I can make you look good. And you want to, you want to shoot everything in camera, show off what you can do, yeah. And that's just gonna make you guys look better. Because I mean, like, I might be on the uh, on like the the minority in the minority here. I fucking hate the Bourne movies so much. I like them for what they are as far as the the espionage and the storytelling, mm-hmm. but the action sequences are awful for most of those. Oh movies. no, we we we've talked about how much we hate Paul Greengrass. Yeah, Greengrass is awful man yeah, like terrible. Paul Greengrass is really bad at least with Doug Liman we saw a little bit more like the the car chase scenes are really good the car chase scenes are yeah and that's the thing too I like the car chase, chase scenes they the were fight cool. sequences you're just like okay when is it over yeah when's this gonna end but yeah. all that Greengrass shaky cam stuff is so fucking bad yeah like um, yeah it, it kind of gives you like yeah, it kind of gives you vertigo when you're like when you're watching. Yeah. You're just like you're like ah, I'm getting dizzy. I mean, off. yeah, I mean, I think that was you and me where I talked about how you could just close your eyes for most of Green Zone. Yeah, all the action sequences, and then open them and be in the same place here when your eyes are closed. Exactly, because there's nothing on screen. There's, no, there's nothing on screen. It's like there's like a flash of a gun barrel, and then the camera's shaking. Yeah, and then it comes back to like a character getting punched, but the camera's shaking too much. So they don't know who got hit. Yeah, there's um, it's like I, I akin it to I I, I kind of like compare that to uh the the those. Remember that that light thing that um, what's his face um, they used in Star Trek? What's in Star who, Trek? Who's the director? 
of Star oh. Trek, the first one. Oh, you mean the lens flares? Lens flare, James. yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a that's lens. his. That's his shtick. That's his shtick. Yeah, yeah, that's his lens flare. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I, so yeah, I, 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 I yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan. The uh, going to Star Wars though, um, there was like a little bit. I I remember I think you and me were talking about it last time about how they were putting a whale a tail on a whale, was what Joss Whedon is doing. To the um, Justice League. To the Justice League. Yeah. And whereas we just kind of felt like maybe what's his name was coming in doing like you know his bit. Ron Howard is putting his bit on a movie that was already mostly made. Yeah. To change the way it looks. Uh-huh. Looks like he's reshooting that motherfucker like from scratch. Yeah. It looks like it's a hard reshoot. Yeah, I think so. I think um, now they're saying that because of Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. there's actually less pressure on Justice League now. Like no one cares about Justice League. They just want to see like more like like independent like. Like movies. Yeah, man, <laughs> I think it's no one gives isn't, a, no one nobody gives, cares. Nobody man. cares about Justice League. No, I I think Justice League is gonna be the ones that is gonna be one of those movies. It's like, what did it do? Yeah, is it good? I'll go watch it. Oh, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. It was really good. Exactly. I think that the the these indep these independent. You look know, like how I think the independent movies are gonna be like. I think it's gonna be the opposite of what uh, I could be going to live like here. the nineties. I think it's gonna be the opposite of like what Marvel is doing. Oh, so because I, I think that the um, you know how those um those. Uh, the the satellite movies like mm-hmm. Iron Man one two three Black Panther all those ones yep those are the glue but the main heart is going to be like the, the Avengers and like the uh, yeah. and those Infinity War movies mm-hmm. where I think the opposite is going to be with DC the satellite movies are really fun yeah whereas like the satellite movies are going to be the Justice League movies but the glue of that whole universe is going to be those separate. Uh, um, those are the, the driver. You, you said it a little bit backwards, but I know what you mean. You know what I mean. It's like Wonder Woman's going to be the real, the real thing that keeps you coming back. It's, it's going to be the heart of the, the, the yeah, the. It's so far it is. So far that's what it is. Yeah, and so but and those other the and those other ones like the other the movies are going to be like yeah like the standalone Batman movie, but Justice League is just going to be like it's there. It's going to be there because really like from what I've seen, the only thing in Justice League I'm looking forward to. Is the Aquaman Batman relationship? Yeah, and that's getting me super jacked for Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Like, I really want to see James Wan's Aquaman now. Yeah, because it looks like fucking Momoa is having a great time. Oh yeah, he gets to play the Conan that he always wanted to play. Oh yeah, beer drinking, fucking trident stabbing. Yeah, not giving a shit, skull cleaving Conan the Barbarian. Oh yeah, and like I have, like I have high hopes for. I'm not. I'm, I'm keeping. My, I I hope that it's good. Like, Which, uh, just Justice League. Yeah, like, I I want to go in there and have a good time. That's all I want to see. Th- that's it. Yeah, I hope that it's good. I don't hope that it's great. I don't want it to change things. It's not rewriting no. history here. I just want to see like a good a good DC movie mm-hmm. because like so far there's been a really good Batman movie hidden in a shitty movie. Yep. And there's been a somewhat palatable story that was destroyed for me by a fucking Man of Steel. Yeah. It's like it was like I, I see what you're trying to do here, mm-hmm. but you pulled it off all fucking wrong. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But um, I don't know. That's just the way I felt about it. Yeah. One thing I, I um I'll there's just two points I want to end off on, or we just talk about um is that uh, um number one being like if I had to like if I'm gonna get if I was gonna give you like uh my opinion on the Infinity War, mm-hmm. okay, uh, do you think that and because we've both read the Infinity War, the Infinity, yep. and the Infinity Gauntlet. Now, do you think that Thanos is going to be underpowered compared to what he is in the in the in the movie in the no, comic? No, I think when they when they release that poster of him, well, not the poster, the statue of him. Yeah. At uh, I, I don't know if that was D twenty three. I think mm. it was then. Yeah. He looks like a world destroyer with or without that gauntlet. Okay. Now, do you think that what he can do? Because mm-hmm. here's here's what I hope. Going back to the like, if you if you don't know as a listener or you haven't read comics, Thanos is at the end of the day. He's not. He's never portrayed as an unsympathetic 
like Hulk. Yeah. He doesn't just come in like Hulk and Thanos smash, hate everything. I want to murder all life. That's not his deal. Nope. His de- he's actually got an end game. And that end game is is pretty nihilistic. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he's a thinker. Yeah. He's not a big Yeah, goon. he's very he's, he's very logical like yeah. Super logical. And every time they've played him, even during Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War, Annihilation, super sympathetic. And then not to spoil it, but he's Thanos loses because of Thanos. Yeah, he all beats, the time. Yeah, he beats himself. He, he it's not even that he beats himself. He just like he stops fighting. Yeah, he he provides the means for his own defeat. Exactly. Yeah, he he hands them the means for his yeah. own defeat. Like when he when he kills everybody, and it's just him and Cap. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm the bad guy. Oh, I'm the bad guy. Yeah. Oh, okay, this is how you kill me. Yeah. It's like he gives them the kill switch and he just stops fighting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a, yeah, which is which is super interesting to me. Oh yeah, like the the. Uh, like that, that thing, I think it was Taraxia, when he brought her back to life. Is that who it was? What, what was his line? He's like, now that his footsteps, his foot soldiers have fallen, mm-hmm. uh, eternity finally fi- comes to face me, and they and they yeah. go head to head, and uh, Thanos becomes eternity. Yeah, he takes it over. But his body is left behind. And so with, the, with the loose gauntlet. With the, with the loose gauntlet on <laughs> yeah. there. And then I think it's either Taraxia or... Mm-hmm. Um or Nebula, I haven't sure which one it was, but like yeah, it takes the gauntlet and she says, yeah, I want everything reverted back to what it was twenty four hours ago. And yeah, she turns back time. Turns back to, time, and that's when he did. And then the, the fight comes back. Yeah, and he's back there fighting them all, and yeah, yeah, fuck. Yeah. yeah, man, Thanos. They they can't just make him a a giant brute. Like that's why I didn't like the idea of him with the um. I guess I'll do it myself. Yeah, like, I didn't. I didn't like that. Yeah. Fine, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it by myself. Whatever his little his little comment was in the in the, the tag on there, mm-hmm. because that's not Thanos. He's not trying to murder the bad guys. No, like that's not his goal. He's not. I mean, he's not just bringing aliens to kill the Avengers. Yeah, he wants to kind of like start fresh. He wants a new universe. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just I don't, yeah, that's the thing too. I, I don't know. Like there, I'm wondering if it's gonna be the Infinity War. Is that the name of the the movie? I think the first one's gonna be Infinity War. Yeah. So I think the second one's gonna be called the Infinity Gauntlet, right? I don't know. I mean, because the first the first movie is is no longer carrying over the title. It's no longer like part one and two. Yeah, because I think because uh, because we know as we know the uh, Infinity Gauntlet came out first, and then they mm-hmm. had the Infinity War afterwards. afterwards. Yeah, because like first he he gets the gauntlet, and then they have the war. Yeah, so I think uh, though I I my my hope is that he's not depowered mm-hmm. um, to make it more realistic because in the, the Infinity Gauntlet he's facing like Galactus and like the Celestials and like high like. And all those guys, but now it's like uh, he's uh, now he's just facing the Avengers. Yeah, I just, well, I mean, hopefully there is more with the uh, like the Nova Corps and the Guardians of the Galaxy and all of them kind of exactly. Get you got Doctor Strange, yeah. you got like all those guys. You've so, got a pretty huge universe now. Yeah. So hopefully they do find a way to, to incorporate all this stuff with Miss Marvel. We might get the the Kree. That's true. Yeah, that's that. That's for all we true. know. The Kree are are tracing him. Maybe mm-hmm. they they know what's going on. So that's true. Yeah, and yeah, and. Um, I hope Black Widow doesn't make an appearance. I hope Black Widow doesn't save the day. Uh, if she does, with the, with the if she think, yeah. puts a bullet in his head or something like that, I'm gonna be like, yeah, because I, I, I can't handle. Oh God, not that not that I've got like a hate on for Black Widow or what she does in the series, but there's a purpose to Black Widow. They always seem to overdo what she can do. Like, yeah, oh, they overestimate her yeah, her absolutely. role in the series. I totally agree. That's why, like, I don't want Falcon to be the one who does it. I don't want to be like Falcon will save the day. I'm gonna fly into. Into fucking Thanos with my wings and just yeah, fire, fire, I did two, it. fire two guns in John Woo style and just like yeah, his two fuck, guns fuck and off. the yeah. fucking the, the what's the little hawk called? Is his little the the hockey oh the that little falcon yeah that falcon he had he's got a name yeah to oh now. my god fucking hate that thing. I know that thing doesn't like take the gauntlet off of Thanos's hand I know I, I can't deal with that kind of shit yeah so um and looking forward to Ragnarok though so I mean not to beat a dead horse here but looking forward to Ragnarok 
<laughs> Ragnarok looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, it might. Yeah, that actually might be a lot of fun. I know you hate the Marvel movies, but Ragnarok looks like a lot of fun. Okay, yeah, I I, I will submit to that. Yeah, I mean, um, for me, it was a scene, I, I, scene I, I, where I hope you enjoy it. I I'm I'm definitely I think I'm definitely gonna enjoy it. Mm-hmm. After watching what we do in the shadows and seeing what like Taika Waititi can actually fucking pull off comedy wise, yeah, I am super jacked for Ragnarok. Oh, okay. I don't know if you've seen that. It's where four vampires live together in a house. Dan was talking about it two or three episodes ago, and I went to I went to go watch it. I've heard of it. It, it's worth the, it's on Netflix. It's definitely worth a watch. It's a documentary made by the fucking New Zealand Documentary Board about four vampires living in a house in New Zealand. Really? Yeah, it's it's really good. What's it called again? What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm it's directed by Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi. Okay, I'm going to definitely check that out. Yeah, they're both in it. It's like, if you've ever seen um, Flight of the Concords, you'll you'll recognize everybody's in this. Oh, okay, that's fine, yeah. It's yeah. really worth watching. Yeah, there's, um, and... Uh... But that dude knows his comedy. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I don't know if all the action sequences were done by him or what. But there are some pretty fast moving moments in this, so I'm I'm looking forward to right Cool. Though. Yeah. There's um and also uh um yeah I think what else what else am I doing? Oh yeah and uh, yeah I guess I'm just be reading Transformers comics. Yeah. There you go. As man. soon as my project's over, I'm just gonna be doing that. Fly through your your Transformers stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was really like uh, not not too too much more that I had here. I did have I was watching Preacher on AMC. Yeah. It's a great show. I, I enjoy it. I'm not season gonna, two is fantastic. Season two is really good. But um, I kept seeing ads for Halt and Catch Fire. Really? Yeah, I, I've never heard of this show. Like, I mean, I watch a lot oh, of yeah, stuff Oh, yeah, I saw those two. Yeah, I, ooh, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I don't know. They're like in their final season, season four. I think they're fucking pulling fast one on us. I don't think there ever was a season one, two, or three, or four. I think there's shows and ads. Yeah, because I, I didn't, I never ever saw that. But uh, I've seen, I know what you're talking about, but I've like, I don't know what. Uh, Apparently, it's like a critical to. darling, and it's like on their last season. But I think they're pulling the wool over eyes. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they're fooling us, man. I don't think there ever was a halt and catch fire. So, fucking AMC, you're lying to us. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, what was it? Oh, yeah. The Aquaman, um, James Wan, apparently working with water is a real fucking bitch because they're having a hard time working in the water. The sea is a cruel, cruel mistress. Yes. And she's beating that movie up. Yep. Um, and Logan, way more CGI in Logan than I think people knew. Tons of CGI, apparently, to cover up the stunt actors' faces. Like, in Logan? In Logan, yeah. There's a lot of sequences where he's behind the wheel of the car, doing a lot of like, the stunt driving, mm-hmm. and that is not Hugh Jackman. That is all CG face over the other guy. Really? <laughs> yeah, a lot of dots on some actor with uh, with no beard, no hair and shit. Just like CGI dotted some guy's face, and he's doing all the stunt driving, and then that's all just Hugh Jackmanized. Really? Yep, all that stuff in the car is not Hugh Why Jackman. Why not? Well, because like there was some legitimate stunt driving going on. Oh, okay. And there's like insurance policies that you can't have Hugh Jackman in the car while he's ramming through gates and shit. Oh, I see. Okay. So you have to have a stunt guy in there. Okay. So yeah. they did, and that is not Hugh Jackman. Oh, okay. Because like uh, I saw, because I saw Hugh Jackman on Top Gear, and I'm like, I'm like, I know he's a he's a car junkie. Yeah, I mean, he's got. I the bet you anything, he was probably like, I would, I'll do all the driving. I don't, I don't mind doing it. But like, no, 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 no this is a this is a health and safety issue. Yeah. I'm sure there's probably like some really like light driving that he did to get like uh, lighting and whatnot, and he probably did a bunch of stuff. Just I think when it got really heavy, like there were some pit maneuvers and shit going on in that car, and it's like yeah. they're ramming cars and hitting the gate and all that kind of shit that happened, and all of that is is a CGI'd uh, stunt actor. Okay, yeah, they actually the one guy who who could who they said could have done all the driving in the in the movie, but they they went for like a they had to go for a stunt driver for some for some for some of the some of the driving mm-hmm. was um, Ryan Gosling in Drive. Really. I would not have guessed that he was yeah, the guy. Yeah, because they said um, before he started the movie, he wanted to do some research, so he actually just bought one, one of those cars there, mm-hmm. and he uh, they, they gave him a car, and he's like, yeah, he just worked on it by himself. That's cool, man. And he learned all the dri- the, the stunt driving. That movie has a lot of cool behind-the-scenes stories. Oh, there's tons, yeah. I have like, some really the, cool shit. Yeah, because I have the Blu-ray, and I was watching the behind-the-scenes, yeah. and because uh, um, the, I think I like about that movie is that it's not 
it doesn't really like this it's 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 so anti fast and furious yep i love that oh yeah and uh it's it's uh that's not what it's about it's cat and mouse yeah exactly and uh that's what that's the best thing about it and uh it's almost like it's not even cat and mouse it's like like rat and tiger yeah <laughs> like it's just like it's so yeah. fucking dark because like, you know, like when those guys are driving like especially when he when he, when he takes out nino and he's mm-hmm. following him and Nino has no idea that he's following him and that that scene where he's at the beach and the the lighthouse is going off yeah that's that scene is so unbelievable that's that so that well is just yeah that that movie is just one like cinematic hard on oh yeah it's Absolutely. so fucking good remember- there's a cool a cool story about uh ryan gosling when he's trying to convince that Nicholas Winding Refn to shoot the movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, we got this movie. We flew him in. We had him sit in the, in the dinner. He's not really talking much, you know, but I'm the one fucking driving around. So like, yeah. it's kind of weird. And he's talking about how he was driving him on the, I think it was like on the PCH or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Are you a speed wagon came on the radio mm-hmm. and he started fucking singing it. Yeah. So Gosling's like, well, I guess I'm singing too. Yeah, <laughs> like we exactly. bonded. We bonded over REO Speedwagon, and then that's why he shot the movie. Yeah, they said like we should just make the movie about this. Yeah, yeah just uh, driving the car and just putting music Fuck. on. What a what a great what a great fucking. Movie. I know, and the, the the weird thing was that 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 scene where like uh, remember where Ryan Gosling driving in reverse, mm-hmm. and he pulls that reverse two seventy to avoid that car. Yeah, and they show in the scene behind behind that actress when the three that three hundred like uh, rolls. Mm-hmm. That's all shot. In, in camera for real oh no way yeah like the wow. way that way that stunt that reverse so no composite no composite shots no cgi nothing. nothing that's incredible man yeah that's what that's the way it's done and i was when i watched that movie that, that reverse 270 that they pulled off i'm like that is such a slick move there are there are some things i do as a human being in the real world just because i've seen it in movies like like reverse like coming around instead of like backing going forward then reversing then turning around yeah I just do a full reverse. Mm-hmm. Like, guess that that little slick two seventy move is just like just something I do for fun. That's good. And I love doing. I'm not doing it like they do in the movies. I'm mm-hmm. not coming out hard. I'm yeah. just doing a casual turn around and go for it. Yeah. But every fucking time I do it with somebody who hasn't done that before, there's always like a I'm doing this. Yeah. You can tell somebody else is not going to do that move. Yeah. And they're probably going to back into a fire that, hydrant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I can smash a fire smash hydrant or something. Yeah, exactly. And I'll laugh and laugh and laugh. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be great. Fuck backside attack. Vic. It was a pretty good one. Yeah, Vic, it's always a pleasure, man. We hit all our topics. Today is a Thursday Ramble On show. Yep. We just tend to talk about all the stuff that's happened in our week. Yep. And uh, pyramid scams and fucked up people. And oh, fuck. All sorts of shit. I gotta yeah. have coffee, that guy. I'm gonna cancel. Cancel? <laughs> I'm totally gonna fucking cancel. Why don't you, is he, if he calls you? Well, I do want the free coffee. Like, I definitely want the free fucking Starbucks or something. I'm gonna pay five bucks for a venti. What you should do uh, is, um, uh, what, you, what you really should do is show up. Show up. Um, I want you to just take control of the conversation. Oh, I mean that's likely going to happen. Yeah, just be like, um, uh, uh, try to get him to get him him into art into, into artistry. Yeah, like, exactly. This, this is what I do. I'm like, you know, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually putting together like a, an art group. Yeah, and I'm, we're actually doing a, like a, a free draw. Pull a reverse Scientology on him. That's what I would do. Yeah. If, so if you really want to have fun with him, he's he's trying to get me to become a Jehovah. I'm gonna get him into the Tom Cruise cult. Exactly. Nice. That's a really good call. I would do that. That is a, that is a pretty good call. Pull the old switcheroo. <laughs> the old switcheroo. That's a great Seinfeld reference. Yeah, to end exactly. Off on. That. Thank you for getting that. That's excellent, man. Yeah. Backset attack. Uh, thank you for being here. Yeah, Let no worries, bend. man. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. This is your show. The Thursday show is the Backset Attack show. Excellent. This is the BSFW podcast. Yeah. I am at Big Sabe on the social media. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. Absolutely. We're getting lots of people now. Cool. Um, I keep saying that over and over again because it keeps happening. Yeah. Um, I have unfortunately not uh, like made us available to all the award shows and all that kind of shit. 
that happens mm-hmm. in our podcasting industry. Yeah. But our buddies of the Awesome Hour are winning shit like a motherfucker. Really? Yeah, and they're really good, man. So if you haven't listened to them, go listen to the Awesome Hour yeah, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Check them out. They're a lot of fun. They've got a great podcast. It's older than ours and better put together. Um, but they're winning shit. That makes them uh, makes them more credible in the podcast world. Sooner or later, we'll do that too. But this so far has been like a fun thing for us to do. Yeah, absolutely. Away from our work life where we can vent and bitch and, and foam at the mouth. Exactly, yeah. So um, this is going to be... Um, Episode 69. 69? 69. Well, uh, we are... Great number. Yeah, we're going to be... Um, yeah, in, this, this podcast, I'm, I'm hoping, is just going to be... Is it's just so much fun for us, and we'll just take it. We'll just, so it's free. Let's yeah. fucking keep doing it. Yeah. Like Dan, like Handsome Dan says, fuck you, it's free. Yeah. Yeah, so Don't free, complain. so fuck you. Yeah. And um, yeah, two weeks from two weeks from this Sunday, I believe, is going to be our, we'll start going live. Yeah. We're going to play around with it a little bit. Nothing fancy, nothing schmancy. But uh, we'll do live on Instagram or probably on Facebook. Yeah. More than likely on Instagram, because you can turn your cameras. Yeah. It's a little bit easier to pull that off. Exactly. And um, yeah, we will see you guys then, or exactly. before then, and multiple times between then. Absolutely. And I am fading out right now. <laughs>